0: Hello, and welcome to a bonus chapter of Traveling on Pike with your host, Brian Powell. I know it's been a little while since we last communicated, and I felt like I need to catch you guys up. I still love traveling. I've still been traveling a little bit through this year, but I've been very, very busy with wedding planning, as well as a new job that I've actually gotten a couple of months ago turning podcasting from my full-time hustle to my full-time job for a major Fortune 25 company. It's been a wonderful experience really being able to craft my skill sets in podcasting through the Traveling Online Kiln Pipe podcast. It's because of this podcast and the viewers that are listening to it today and listening over the last few years that got me to really put hundred percent of my effort personal wise, hobby-wise, as well as my career in podcasting, building out the capability, and really doubling and tripling down into my passion for this space. So I want to thank the listeners and thank this podcast for really putting me where I want to be as part of my career. In this episode While season four isn't starting yet, I feel like I still wanted to create a bonus episode that spoke to another one of the places I always wanted to go to in traveling in the United States. In today's chapter, or actually today's book, I want to talk about my really bougie trip I took this summer to one of the most iconic and historic summer vacation spots in the United States, especially for. African Americans. Me and my fiance took a quick 24 hour trip to Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts to check out the Obama's, Adam Clayton Powell Jr.'s, and all the influential black leaders' vacation spots during the summertime and to figure out how the bougie black folk kind of hang out. To listen to more Traveling on Limekiln Pipe podcasts, please like and subscribe. Now, let me tell you about the book of Martha's Vineyard, Black Excellence. So taking a step back, how did I get to Martha's Vineyard? It's always been a place I always wanted to go to for a summer spot. More of the affluence and the being a part of Black Excellence. But I actually was able to finally get up there in June of 2023. And I got up there because of that full-time hustle becoming my full-time job at my company, I was actually invited to a young biopharma conference to really speak about podcasting, social audio, and its impact into the industry in Boston, Massachusetts. Obviously, the company paid for it and gave me lounging and I had a great experience speaking up there and from that and my speaking engagement South by Southwest this year and going to a number of different schools and other pharma conferences, I've really been able to speak to the power of podcasting and what it can do to any organization. And because of that opportunity and the proximity to Martha's Vineyard, I felt there was no better chance after my speaking engagement for me to take a little quick trip to Martha's Vineyard And see what all the fuss was all about. So how did I get there? I got there actually taking a JetBlue flight from Boston to Martha's Vineyard onto the island. With my fiancé who came to visit me in Boston during that time. And we stayed at a nice little bed and breakfast in Egertown, One of the uh, small towns in Martha's Vineyard. So that's kind of how we got there and why I was there. And while it was only 24 hours, we tried to make the most of that 24-hour period of time. So if you decide you want to travel to Martha's Vineyard, here are some tips and tricks that I learned to make your stay as beneficial as possible. Number one, be very patient when flying. When we flew JetBlue from Boston to Martha's Vineyard, the flight only took 15 minutes. As soon as you go up in the air, you're basically on your way down. The only problem is Martha's Vineyard is a very small island with only one runway. So any single delay that stops it, it stops all traffic going in there. So we had to wait literally two to three hours at the airport to even fly to Martha's Vineyard. And then once we got to Martha's Vineyard, it took us a little bit of time to get an Uber and get to our final destination. And even flying out, I've always heard there's plenty of delays. The trip was very inexpensive, less than $45 a pop. And they fly from Boston, Washington, as well as New York City, all the major Northeast cities. However, Make sure you be patient and put that into your timing to go into Martha's Vineyard. Tip number two, the dog days of summer. For the best experience, especially seeing black folk around and really having that amazing experience with black excellence all around you, I highly recommend going in July or August of the year. We went in June and while it was a great time, good weather, basically around Juneteenth, there wasn't a lot of us that were there. We realized if you come later in the summertime, that's when a lot of us tend to come down to Martha's Vineyard, Eggertown, or Oak Bluff. And once you're there, it is an amazing experience, I have heard. And next time I go, especially for the Black African American Short Film Festival, I want to make sure I go and get that experience. Tip number three, two towns. In reality, there are a lot of small towns in Martha's Vineyard. However, the two biggest ones are Oak Bluff, which is where the Inkwell Beach, where a lot of us tend to be, and Eggertown, the more affluent, upscale neighborhood. They're only around like 10, 15-minute drive from one another, so it's really easy to get from one to the other, but one definitely has more of a different vibe than the other, so just be cognizant of that, but... We really enjoyed our time in Edgar Town and fantastic bread and breakfast cottages. And Oak Bluffs has more of that cottage, gingerbread cottage houses that you are normally seeing when you see Martha's Vineyard's images. But each area has their own vibe, depending upon what you want to do and where you want to be. I would recommend one or the other. Four, relax and walk around. Martha's Vineyard is really a walkable area once you're actually in the town, especially Egertown, you walk around, there's plenty of small little shops, restaurant, boutique areas, ice cream places, and even a lot of cottages, you can just sit on the porch and be on a rocking chair and just enjoy the afternoon or evening sun. So I highly recommend walking around and getting your steps in and really enjoying the the environment that martin figure has to offer. And the last tip I recommend is get a copy of the Martha's Vineyard Black-Owned Business Directory. When me and my fiance came to Martha's Vineyard, our number one priority was really supporting black businesses and seeing the black experience in Martha's Vineyard. While we came a little bit earlier, we still decided to go to many of the different locations recommended on the Black-Owned Directory to really support Black-owned businesses and really get that experience, even though a lot of us weren't there at the time. But highly recommend taking advantage of that. There's restaurants, there's retail stores, there's uh, lounging that are all Black-owned. And it's always good to support our, our own when we go to places like this. So yeah, those are a couple of tips and tricks that I've learned when going to Martha's Vineyard. And if you do all of these and kind of have a, a patient, low-key vibe and going in August and uh, July, you have a very good time. But I know in August it's going to be really lit. So if you're there, have fun and really enjoy yourself. As you know, I'm a very creative person. I like to find new ways of innovating and finding ways to tell different stories to make a lot of impact. And you've seen it through my podcast over the years and different ways I structured it throughout the years. First season, I give a personal stories as well as the second season. This third chapter, I did it in different ways, offering either my different perspective, looking at different photos that I have, or just kind of making sure that you are in the eyes of me when I'm going through my experiences in these different locations. However, because of new technology and new innovating, I want to take another innovative look of how to tell the story, and specifically telling the story of the Black experience of people that went to Martha's Vineyard over the years and why it's been a very iconic place for Black vacationers over the years. I was thinking of the way the best tell this story in an interesting, nuanced way, and what I kind of discovered, especially over the last few months, was AI and the importance of an evolution of chat GPT and other AI platforms that can really take on some of the creative and day-to-day work of our normal day-to-day and I kind of felt what better time to test out the capabilities of a chat GPT and AI but using it in different queries to really tell the story of the African-American experience in Martha's Vineyards and Oak Bluff so I went online did a couple of queries of the black experience in Martha's Vineyard, Oak Bluff, the history, what it has been, what it is, and what it currently be, and it spit out a story that I would like to tell all of you to really give you the history of Martha's Vineyard, because I knew of it from what my parents have said in the past and what you hear through the comings and goings, but... I never really got the whole story of Why Martha's Vineyard Was open for People like me in the past And why it's such a Place that people congregate even to this day So Let me tell you What ChatGPT Told me of the story Of African American experience In Martha's Vineyard Nestled in this Scenery embrace of the Atlantic, Martha's Vineyard and its enchanting town of Oak Bluff have woven a captivating tapestry of African American history. From its early beginnings to the present day, this picturesque island stands as a beacon of hope, resilience, and unity for African Americans. Let us embark on a journey through time where the struggles and triumphs of our ancestors have shaped a thriving and vibrant culture cherished in the modern age. The story unfolds in the early 19th century when African Americans first ventured to the island, seeking solace from the oppressive shackles of slavery. Drawn by its inviting shores and open-minded atmosphere, Martha's Vineyard offered a haven for those yearning for freedom. With each step upon its sandy beaches, African Americans began to carve their place in history laying the foundation for a legacy that would endure through the ages. As the 20th century dawned, Martha's vineyard blossomed into a haven for African Americans seeking refuge in deep-rooted discrimination and segregation prevalent in the mainland. Oak Bluff in particular emerged as a vibrant summer retreat where African American professionals, artists, and intellectuals gathered to celebrate their culture, heritage, and achievements. It was a sanctuary where joyous laughter mingled with the wisdom of elders, where music and art thrived in harmony, nurturing a sense of community that has transcended barriers. The Great Migration further entrenched the island's cultural landscape as waves of African Americans sought respite from the challenges of urban life. Visionaries like W. B. Du Bois and Langston Hughes found solace in the enchanting embrace of Martha's Vineyard's inspiring generations with their wisdom and creativity. They ignited sparks of hope that would kindle the flames of change, reshaping the trajectory of African-American history. During the turbulent years of the civil rights movements in the 1950s and 60s, Martha's Vineyard emerged as a meeting ground for civil rights leaders. In the shadow of ancient Oaks, they came together to strategize and unify their efforts in the fight for equality. The island resonated with the echoes of impassioned speeches and favorite discussions that laid the groundwork for pivotal milestones in the struggle of civil rights. In the modern day, Martha's Vineyard continues to hold a special place in the hearts of African-American families. It has been a cherished destination for vacations Reunions and celebrations. The island's annual events and festivals, brimming with cultural vibrancy, serve as a reminder of the shared heritage and triumphs. In the abrasive Martha's Vineyard, we find a refuge where our history is celebrated, our stories are honored, and our identity is nourished. To safeguard the richness of African American history, Martha's Vineyard has established museums, cultural centers, and historical tours. These endeavors provide a window into the past where visitors can trace the footsteps of trailblazers who paved the way for our present. The island's commitment to preserving its heritage empowers future generations, instilling a profound sense of pride and belonging. As we reflect on the historical journey of African Americans in Martha's Vineyard and Oak Bluff, we find a tale of resilience, unity, and progress. It is a story of ordinary individuals who dared to dream the extraordinary visionaries who inspired change. From the echoes of the past, we draw strength and inspiration, cherishing the legacy left by those who came before us. I would say ChatGPT knows how to speak very eloquently about certain subjects. I'll give it that much. I would say how much actual color this brings outside of the overarching macro of the African American experience in Martha's Vineyard, I don't think it really delved deep into. I have my own thoughts, but that can be for another podcast for another day. But that was ChatGPT's perspective of the importance of Martha's Vineyards in the African American story in the United States. Honestly, I enjoy my time at Martha's Vineyard. Food was great. The ambiance was great as well. The only thing I would say in my experience in June, I think I really missed out that Black excellence perspective, as I mentioned earlier. You can see remnants of it. You know, We went to the Adam Clayton Powell Jr. house. We went to the African-American historical trail. Uh, we visited some of the Black-owned businesses, but to go during the African American Short Film Festival or other events during the end of the summer, that's something I definitely want to put on the bucket list for next year. Next, I want to go into the places and locations that I kind of really enjoyed and recommend going to. First is The Black Dog. This is a retail store that was in Egertown as well as Oak Bluffs. has a lot of Full and high-quality shirts, outfits, sweaters, jackets, things of that nature. And if you're a dog person, it also has a separate section for dog paraphernalia as well. So it's very high-quality material that's actually made in Martha's Vineyard. Next is the African American Walking Trail. It's a walking trail in Oak Bluffs that goes to all the very important sites that deal with African American history within the town. Uh, one, I definitely recall, was going to the Adam Clayton Powell Jr. House. Highly recommend going there, obviously, with my last name. But it's a great trail to learn about the history of the African-American experience. And it only takes about an hour and a half, two hours to go through. Next, Inkwell Beach. That's a famous beach where uh, a lot of the african American had to stay during their summer times in Martha's Vineyard. Again, it's right in Oak Bluff's. And it's a much better beach vibe compared to Egertown, which is doesn't really have that beach vibe. More of like a shipping dock yacht area, in my opinion. Speaking of Egertown, the Lighthouse Beach was a very uh, picturesque beach, with you see the lighthouse in the background. Probably one of the more famous locations that people take pictures and kind of go to. And it's surrounded by a lot of very nice cottage houses right on the water. So highly recommend going there. Next when it comes to eating, recommend going to Biscuits. It's a black-owned breakfast spot. We weren't able to go because the line was too long. But the food I've heard from many people was tremendous and obviously black-owned. So supporting our own. Next, recommend going to the Vineyard Oak Bluffs Campground. This area is where you see all the famous gingerbread houses of different colors, sizes, and shapes. It's like you're in a fairy tale or foreign land going into the section of Oak Bluff, and it's very mesmerizing and very much a place where you definitely want to take pictures. And there's so much history there that I didn't even realize till after I left. So Highly recommend going to looking at the history of these houses. And people actually still live there. Every once in a while, you would see someone actually coming out of their house, drinking their coffee while we're walking, taking photos. So very nice place to be a looky-loo. Next, getting up at Oak Bluffs again. Nancy's Restaurant. It's a restaurant right by the dock that oversees the water. They have great food um, and a very great mudslide drink. Highly recommended place as one of the higher recommended restaurants in the town. Next is the Old Whaling Church back in Egertown. It's a big church that's in the center of the town where they have a lot of activities and events throughout the year. And they also offer tours of it as well. There's definitely history to it. I didn't look up, but there's definitely a, a big history of that church within the area and its importance in Eggertown. Next is the Vineyard Square Hotel and Suites. This is just a a hotel that we went to and it's really recommended. The rooms are very small. I'm not going to deny that. Again, it's more of a bed and breakfast vibe. And it's it's seen its age, even though it's of high quality. The great part about it, it's in the middle of town. And they have a wonderful breakfast with a number of different great pastries, quiches, drinks, things of that nature. So... Highly recommend going, and even if you have a little bit of town time, getting on their porch, be on a rocking chair, and just people watch for the afternoon. Last but not least, uh, more of a touristy area. I definitely recommend going to the Jaws Bridge. If you are a huge fan of the Steven Spielberg film, Jaws, that was actually filmed in Martha's Vineyard. It's Actually, the bridge was uh, we went to as well. And then the Flying Horses Carousel a Vineyard Preservation Trust property. It's, I believe, the first Ferris wheel or most oldest Ferris wheel that's active in the United States. It definitely shows its wear and tear over the years, but again, one of the more iconic places to visit while you're on the island. And there's plenty of other places you can go to and recommend, restaurants and bars, museums, museums, Things of that nature, but those are the ones that really much first come to mind in my time in Martha's Vineyard. But that's it, yeah. That's my time in Martha's Vineyard. I really enjoyed it. It was a semi bucket list thing. I always want to click off and take it back of my mind. Is I think I was had a list of all the things I want to go to domestically in the United States, and the last two I was able to do this year. Since we last spoke with one another, one was Austin, Texas, during my uh, my time. I actually had a speaking engagement at the South by Southwest Con- South by Southwest conference, talking about the importance of podcasting, and was actually the first podcast that was recorded during the the podcast stage of that year. So I was really thrilled about that opportunity and how well it went. And now, lastly, was Martha's Vineyard with the quick, uh, impromptu trip. After my other conference engagement in Boston, Massachusetts. So again, it goes back to the power of turning your full-time hustle into your full-time job. And then ironically enough, using your job and the experience you're getting from your job to, to redirect back to things you want to do in your personal life and having those things on your bucket list. So again, I, I'm super thrilled about the power of podcasting, where it's put me in my career and my personal life and how I was able to knock off even more things out of my bucket list. So again, thanks again for listening to this chapter of Traveling on Kill and Pike. I'm not sure when the next season will come up. I just had the, the, the feeling, the need to record this episode, especially since this is one of my final bucket lists domestically to really speak to and was really excited to talk about. Next season, again, will come when it comes, but I thank all of you for listening. Being a part of this journey with me and taking part in the next journeys to come. And lastly, if you decide to travel, make sure you bring a pal. Talk to you all soon.